Hey, this is Sean Tepper, the host of Top Stocks, a podcast where I provide quick tips on investing without the fluff. This is a no-nonsense, to-the-point podcast where my goals help you make more confident decisions in the stock market. Let's go. Okay, let's talk about Israel and how it will impact the stock market. So before I get into Israel, I wanna give a little context on events that have happened in the past and how long they have lasted or have not lasted. All right, let's dive in. Okay, so we're heading back to late 2021. It was actually the rumors around Russia invading Ukraine. It was November. And that's when Putin started to talk about, hey, we're going to invade Ukraine. And then it actually impacted the stock market the end of December. That's when the market started to fall off a little bit. At that same time, just for context, we had two other things to worry about. One was the Omicron variant, COVID. And number two would be that's when inflation started to increase. So because of the three reasons that the rumors of an invasion in Ukraine, Omicron and inflation, the market really dropped off. And here's what's happened. So over two months, you had this uncertainty. Is Russia really going to invade Ukraine or not? Market went down about 7%. And then on February 24th, 2022, that's when Putin announced we are invading Ukraine. And at that point, the market went down about 5% over 17 days. And then the market recovered in about 16 days. It kind of rallied a little bit. And then that same year, 2022, that was a bad year. That's what I would consider a bear market or even a recession. And really the main reason is related to uh, inflation. Okay, so with this event, the lesson learned here is this conflict the market hates uncertainty and the market has repeated itself over and over. I'll actually talk about some of these previous events and you'll see the durations are actually quite short. So when there's uncertainty, the market doesn't know what to do, so the market falls. But as soon as a definitive decision has been made, no matter if it's good or bad, the market starts to take off. Okay, so let's go back to 2001. This is actually 9-11, the market went down 11.6% over 11 days, and then it took 31 days to recover. So after 9-11, those 11 days that were spent in limbo, that's a period of uncertainty. The market just took a nosedive. At that point is when our president at the time, George W. Bush, he announced that we are considering invading Afghanistan. So that's when the market, there was some certainty, the market started to take off. It wasn't until October 7th of 2001 is when the market really started to take off because that's when he announced, our president, George W., he announced, we are invading Afghanistan. So again, when you're in limbo and there's uncertainty, the market doesn't know what to do, so it falls. But when a decision is made, the market takes off. Now, in that year, we had the dot-com bubble. So the market crashed, pretty severe event. There were a lot of tech stocks that went public that probably shouldn't have gone public in the first place. And a lot of people lost their money and sold for a loss. That's why the market crashed. It was not related to 9-11. It just happened to be around the same time. Okay, let's go back to 1990. This is the Persian Gulf War. August 2nd, 1990, the market went down 16.9% for 71 days and it recovered, it, it took about 189 days. This is a pretty long recovery. This is one of the longest. You'll see one more that is longer. You can probably guess what that is. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, but in this case, 
The market was uncertain. It pretty much fell. What is going to happen with this war? We have no idea what's going to happen. When there's certainty, when we started to uh, arrive at the point that this is coming to an end, that's when the market started to take off again. Then we go back to the early 80s. We're looking at 1981. It was actually March 30th, 1981, the attempted assassination of President Ronald Reagan. The market went down 0.3% for one day, and it took one day recovery. So what happened at that point is John Hinckley Jr., he's the one who attempted to assassinate Reagan. He was quickly captured. There was no uncertainty. The market then took off right after. Again, if there's uncertainty, market goes down, but definitive decision, there's a resolution, Moving forward, market starts to take off. All right, so then we go back to the Six-Day War. This is a conflict in Israel as well. This is actually a war between Israel, it was Egypt, Syria, and Jordan. And the market went down 1.5% for one day, took two days to recover. So Six-Day War, market didn't even go down that long. There was a quick, definitive resolution and the market took off. Let's take a quick commercial break. Are you a beginner investor and want to increase your confidence with investing? Ticker EDU is now live, which includes investing courses. The first course is titled Stock Investing for Beginners, which includes over 60 videos that take you through modules, including overcoming myths, the difference between stocks, ETFs, index funds, and mutual funds, investing versus trading, the number one reason why stocks go up and down, knowing when to buy, knowing when to sell, increasing confidence, how to invest your first $1,000, and real-life examples. It's like looking over my shoulder to see how I buy and sell stocks. Simply go to edu.ticker.com or go to ticker.com and click the courses link at the top of the page. Okay, back to the show. Then we go back to 1963 is actually November 22nd. John F. Kennedy was assassinated by Lee Harvey Oswald. And in this case, the market went down 2.8% for one day and took one day to recover. So in this case, quick resolution, found out who assassinated Kennedy and quickly moved on thereafter. It's almost in circumstances like this, like the market doesn't have any emotions or sympathy. That can be true. It's like, these events are pretty serious, yet the market, when there's a definitive solution, resolution, end result or direction you're going in, that's when the market takes off. It's it's kind of cold, but that's the way it is. And then as I hinted, there's one more big one here. This is actually World War II. It was December 7th, 1941, the Pearl Harbor attack. Market went down 19.8%. It went down for about 143 days and then recovery. This was a big one. It took about a year, it was 307 days. So overall, the two big ones here, as far as the duration, you're looking at Persian Gulf and World War II, but everything else is relatively short because definitive decisions have been made. So with this event in Israel, it was October 7th, you had Hamas attack Israel. The day after, it wasn't like a week or a month after, was the day after Israel announced retaliation, definitive decision, and the market took off about 3% over the next few days. Now, since we're dealing with something else, this is why the market is kind of trading sideways, it's pretty much flat, and that's because of inflation. 
Okay, so check this out. Inflation is now at 3.7%. It was at 2.97% in June. We should be moving closer to 2%, not closer to 4%. So the Fed has talked about increasing interest rates again to drive down inflation, and that's why the market is going down. So here are my thoughts. No matter if the Fed is talking about increasing rates again, I really don't care. We've seen this happen Time and time again over 2022, what happens is he announces that we're gonna increase interest rates. The market goes down a little bit, but it's like a slingshot and it takes off again. I don't know why Wall Street keeps forgetting about this. It can be a good thing if you're an investor, you wanna take advantage of those moments and buy more. So that's a moot point. I really, again, I really don't care. What I am focused on is Israel. If there are other countries that talk about getting involved in the war, that's when you're going to run into a situation where there's rumors, there's uncertainty, and the market will start to tank. So at this moment, I'm not seeing a whole lot of rumors of other countries getting involved. I listen to the BBC News every day just to hear world news, what's going on over there. So what could happen with the stock market at the end of 2023? Well, I found a few articles, including one from Reuters saying that, yes, we could face a rally here in Q4. In fact, there's some analysts talking about the NASDAQ taking off another 10 to 15%, if not more. So for those of you that are investing right now, you could see some big returns and there's no guarantee, but you could see some nice returns through the end of the year. I would agree with that as long as we don't see other countries talking about those rumors, that uncertainty. If we don't see uncertainty, the market could take off for that. And if the Fed increases interest rates once more, again, so be it. Take advantage of that small little dip and the market will probably take off thereafter. If you like this video, hit that like button. If you wanna see more videos like it, hit that subscribe button. And if you wanna find some great stocks to invest in right now, I invite you to join Ticker for free. Hey, I'd like to say thank you for checking out this podcast. I know there's a lot of other podcasts you could be listening to, so thanks for spending some time with me. Also, if you have a moment, could you please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review? The more reviews we get, the more Apple will share this podcast with the world. So thanks for doing that. And last thing, if you do hear any stocks mentioned on this podcast, please keep in mind, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please do not make a buy or sell decision based solely on what you hear. All right, thanks for your time. Talk to you later. See ya. Hey, this is Sean Tapper, the host of Top Stocks, a podcast where I provide quick tips on investing without the fluff. This is a no-nonsense, to-the-point podcast where my goals help you make more confident decisions in the stock market. Let's go.
say thank you for checking out this podcast. I know there's a lot of other podcasts you could be listening to, so thanks for spending some time with me. Also, if you have a moment, could you please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review? The more reviews we get, the more Apple will share this podcast with the world. So thanks for doing that. And last thing, if you do hear any stocks mentioned on this podcast, please keep in mind, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please do not make a buy or sell decision based solely on what you hear. All right, thanks for your time. Talk to you later. See ya.